0: Would you feel if every time you watched a horror movie you saw full frontal dudes every time you watched a horror movie there's a full, full frontal nudity dude but i love road trips and i love out of the way towns and small hotels and crap like that yeah yeah after she's done stabbing her she basically guts her from her belly button up and she says, how does it feel? Whoa!
1: This movie made me realize that I have the maternal instinct of a carrot.
0: Yep, and then Henry's like, there's no help coming. Fuck the babies, get out. I also have more random thoughts. I have a whole rant about her running around, butt-ass you do get me started. Has nothing to do with the plot. Why do we have to see her vagina shine? <laughs> has nothing to do with
1: it. Everyone was naked all the time. Um, yeah. men and women. By the way, full frontal men.
0: Enchanted forest of cockshafts shafts and labias. I don't know. I just really liked it for some reason. This film has been rated R because the psychological trauma you would suffer
2: from seeing it would likely be irreversible. You know, with all this talk about nudity, it's too bad that this is only going out via audio, huh? Uh, Anyway, and now your Dolls of Horror, Summer and Tori.
0: Hi guys, you're listening to the Dolls of Horror, and tonight we are doing The Clinic 2010.
1: Yes, um, this is an Australian film, which Tori just introduced me to. And if you guys are not familiar with it, the synopsis is, while traveling across country with her fiancé, Beth wakes up alone in an isolated clinic to find her unborn baby has been removed. hmm That sounds right. <laughs> and there is actually another movie that is, has a much different plot of the same title, which I started watching. Yeah. And I realized about 15 minutes in that I'm watching the wrong movie.
0: yeah because i told you what it was about yes
1: and i'm like this is not looking like it's going anywhere near this direction yeah and it's sounding pretty american okay yeah that um so this one stars tabret bethel and andy whitfield and it is directed by james rabbits and also written by him as well so what did you think of this movie you're the one that suggested it how did you why why do you like it
0: well i first found it and watched it back in 2010 um i don't know i just really liked it for some reason i thought it was new and different something i hadn't seen before yes um i don't know i just liked it i can't really explain why that's okay. And so whenever we we were talking about doing Women in Horror Month, um, it just came to mind because it's all about women, definitely, and they're kind of after the same goal. So yes, and like
1: if you guys don't know, that goal is to find out which baby belongs to who, mm-hmm. and who did it
0: to them, who took their baby, why,
1: right? Um, so basically, they see all their babies this bunch of women woke up in the same situation and they see all their babies in cages with tags on the cages um, and that so they don't know which baby is theirs. so their mission is to find out which baby is theirs and to get out
0: yes hopefully you know? get out alive
1: yes with their babies
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so what is your favorite kill
2: fatality
0: my favorite kill—it's—it's it's a spoiler alert.
2: There's yes. going to be
0: spoiler alerts. Uh, my favorite, Always. yeah. My favorite kill is at the end. Whenever Beth finds the woman that is running the place, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And she stabs her to death with the keys that are around her neck.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And then after she's done stabbing her, she basically guts her from her belly button up, and she says, "How does it feel?" Yeah. Because that's what she did to them. She took their babies via C-section going upwards instead of horizontal. She went vertical. And so that's what she does to her. And I liked it. See, I know nothing about this process.
1: Um, My mother had one with um, her twins, my brother and sister. Mm -hmm. But I didn't... It didn't even register to me that yeah, the cut was in the wrong direction.
0: Well, mine... Because I had a couple of C sections and mine was horizontal. Yeah, they they only. I'm told that they only do it vertically if it's an emergency. Yeah, and they're in a big hurry. Right, that's when they do it vertically. Yes, my mom's was horizontal as well. Okay,
1: so that's the normal way. But again, different experiences that that didn't even register to me.
2: Mm
0: Hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Um. I I couldn't remember the names of the women. Um, that were prisoners. So I just named them what their number was. Okay. They were wearing, they had numbers on their shirts. Roman numerals. Roman numeral numbers. Basically, like you're a woman number two, you're a woman number three, you're a number Mm -hmm. four. Um, My favorite kill was um, the suicide kill um, on number 604. Okay. Where she's laying on the bathroom floor and she cuts the tag out of her own stomach. Mm -hmm. to know which baby it was because quote I just wanted to know which baby was mine so badly yeah is that your epic line no
0: okay (laughs) no (laughs)
1: um I just found the motivation for what she was doing to be amazing yes yeah this movie also made me realize that I have the maternal instinct of a carrot.
0: Yeah, you said that.
1: <laughs> I <think laughs> because me. I, I literally, I realized watching this movie, I'm like, fuck the babies. Get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, find your way out. And a mom wouldn't, wouldn't think like that. I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I got the maternal yeah. instinct of a carrot on this And one.
0: I'm, yeah, and I'm over here like, take all the babies. <laughs> yes. All of them. Yes. I'll, take, I'll take all the babies. I'll carry them in my arms and I'll run. Yes, my
1: selfish self-preservation self (laughs) versus the parent
0: well see we'll see i'm self i'm self-preservating too i'm like um let's just snatch up all the babies and get the f out of here (laughs) and we're good we don't gotta cut anybody open right yeah you can find that out later with paternity testing right yeah or whatever (laughs) or or go to a hospital and they'll cut you open yes
1: oh my gosh you know what though I, this movie wasn't present day, I don't think. I it read, wasn't. It right, wasn't. It right. wasn't. So mm-hmm. this was the 70s, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be set in the seventies, I believe.
1: Yeah. So
0: this uh that might not have been a thing back then. Yeah, DNA definitely was not a thing. Right. Um, like but that. you could but but you could go to a hospital and have them cut the tag out of you. Yeah. But they would lose which baby had which tag though. No because the babies um the tags were on the baby's uh, hospital bracelets around their ankle.
1: Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just on mm-hmm. the cages. Uh-uh. They were on the baby's ankle. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how
0: creative is this one for you? I thought that it was creative. And I also thought that it was, it was creative, but it was also, I could see it being a true story.
1: And it was actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Not completely true, but it was inspired by actual events from a certain, like, different abductions. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, like I said, so, yeah. So, like I said, it was creative, but not too creative because I could see it being based on something real.
1: Right, not too outlandish for you. Yeah,
0: so it's not like somebody just came up with the idea all by themselves. It was based on something. Because crap like that does happen. Yes. All the time. Well, it was
1: just like we were talking about in Hostel. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. 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 Fashion moment. (laughs) My fashion take is going to be the colored tags. (laughs) <laughs> I thought that's what you would pick. Yeah. I really did. That's my fashion moment. I know my best friend, <laughs> and and Beth and Beth's baby was violet. And I don't like the color purple, but I was like, I like that. Her baby was violet.
1: <laughs> I love the color purple, but that didn't actually register with me. I don't. This movie really didn't keep my attention very well. Um, okay, I had trouble paying attention to it. I thought it was, this is my opinion, I thought that it was kind of slow and kind of boring. But I can see that. Again, I'm coming at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, I just thought it was kind of boring. Um, it was well-made. Yeah. But I was just not interested. Yeah. And I watched it three times. Um and nothing changed. <laughs> so yeah, um, my so I wasn't paying attention to who had that color tag. <laughs> it was my it was my point? Um, yeah. My fashion moment. I, I think the character's name is Miss Shepard, um, the clinic yes. manager, right? Yes. yes. I loved her her dress suit. Yes. I thought it felt very classic. I thought it felt very fort nineteen forties.
0: Mm-hmm. It was very um, headmistress.
1: Yes. And headmistress. I, I loved it. Yeah. I just loved it. But I really loved the 40s fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it reminded me of.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> um, do you have a prop? I don't have a prop for this one.
0: My prop for this one was just going to be one of the tags. Because it's it's small... And it's easy to have if you wanted to have it. Right. So I was just gonna say one of the tags.
1: Yeah. Again, this movie didn't catch me enough to even want a prop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want I nice. want her, I want her dress suit. There you go. <laughs> I would like that. I'd like to wear that. There you go. <laughs> um <clears throat> but I yeah, and there weren't very many prop props. It was a very Mm-mm. Bare bones, basic, minimal, basic mm-hmm. film.
0: Yeah, very basic.
1: Which is nice, though. Yeah, because you're not bombarded with a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the special effects. I thought that they were, you know, but they were practical, obviously, and yes. very, very, very good. That yes. that's something they did really well.
0: Yes. Yes,
1: I even turned away a few times to go, ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that's when you know that the effects are good. It Makes me go, "Ew." Yeah.
0: And the mainly the main only special effects mainly were obviously the C sections cuz they they were ripped back open to get the tags out. So cuz I cuz I mentioned um in my notes there was not very many special effects, but what there was was good. And it was mainly just the C sections.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mhm. Um I agree. I really liked the cinematography on this one. Okay. I thought it was dull. Like dull colors. Yes. Yes. Down to the what the clothes that they were wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, the sets, the lighting. Yeah. It was very muted. Mm-hmm. Very, very dim, very dull for most of the movie.
0: Yeah, I liked it.
1: And then towards the end, when things start to come together they lighten up i don't know if you noticed that i now that you mention it i think
0: back on it and i notice it
1: yes so That's i like right. i like i really like a subtle progression like that i think it really sets out the mood for what yeah. you're supposed to feel and yeah. you might not be thinking about it but i i do think about that sort of thing mm-hmm. but most people don't mhm and even at the end bright sunlight colors yeah. sundress flowers mhm um and it just goes from dull to happy
0: mm-hmm.
1: for as happy as you can be. <laughs> yeah. For what- right. Exactly. Um, so if you guys haven't guessed yet, Beth is our only survivor from this. All the other women don't make it
0: out mm-hmm. for one reason or another.
1: Right. Um, one, sometimes they, they were killed off by the crazy one who just wanted to know which baby was hers so badly. -hmm. And stuff like that. Um, I liked the music, the orchestrations. Yes, I liked it too. It was this movie was composed by Jason Fernandez, so shout out to Jason Fernandez. I think they the music complemented the scenes, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and Mm -hmm. made you feel what you were supposed to feel. Yeah, so it did its job there.
0: Um, my, I have two epic lines. Okay. Um, the first one was when they found the Polaroid camera and she takes a picture and she says, this is for when people don't believe this actually happened to you. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, this is supposed to be set in the 1970s. Like we discussed. Mm -hmm. And here they are basically taking selfies to (laughs) prove that this happened. Yeah, that, and I was like, that's greatness. And then she puts the camera around her neck and they keep it. But I was like, there's a selfie. There's a, that's, a, uh, that's a selfie. That's proof. You want to have proof that it happened, you know?
1: And talk about um, 70s versus now and now it's come back in again is I've seen Polaroid cameras on sale again.
0: Oh, yeah. The, I have an Instax Mini, them little mini Polaroids, and I love that thing. Yeah. I love it. So I, it went out
1: for a time. But mm-hmm. people are feeling nostalgic, I suppose. Yep. And they're saying, you know, digital's great and all because you get that instant gratification and you can post it online and stuff right away. Mm-hmm. But they, I think they you miss the development right in front of your eyes. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I like to use the Instax Minis. Um, I have I I went through I probably ten. 10 rolls of film for the instax mini whenever we went to florida for disney um it just gives you that nostalgic feel and i used nothing but insta or almost nothing but instax the entire time we were at disney world and at the beach um and i have those displayed and then i use them for scrapbooking they just they have that real nostalgic feel and i love them i love the polaroids and the instax minis
1: bring your instax minis to tfw
0: Oh for sure I'm going to have to <laughs> cuz we're going to be having a sleepover for like four nights. I'm going to have to and get that'll be the best nostalgia ever. Oh yes. Oh I don't God. know if I want I don't know if I want it to be a mini though or if I should buy like a full size. A full
1: size would probably probably be better, but yeah. you you did your whole vacation on the mini and you're happy with
0: it. So Yeah, I did the whole vacation on the mini in Florida, but cons I might want the full size. Yeah. 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 And of course we'll
1: still take our phone pictures too, but of course it would be so yeah. much
0: fun just to have the mm-hmm. the Polaroid. And there's so many cool ways to display them. Yeah. Because I have mine displayed in shadow boxes in my living room. Okay. And it's so much fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. That was one of your lines. What's your other line? Okay. My other one is at towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um the what did you say her name was the head mistress Ms... i don't remember
1: i wrote it down uh shepherd miss shepherd miss
0: shepherd
1: yes that's that's what i think her name is
0: um miss shepherd once again spoiler alert Miss Shepard is telling Beth that she was also one of the babies. Yes. And that she was in fact adopted and that her adoptive father killed her mother, which is what you're, which, which you have to do. You have to, the adoptive father has to kill the birth mother. So she is telling Beth this and Beth doesn't believe her. And she's like, here's your file. It's true. Mm -hmm. And she's basically saying that Beth is just like her mother
1: yeah and that's something else that happened while these six women it's six of them i think mm-hmm. they have yeah out there they it's meant to be only one survivor mm-hmm. and the parents adopting parents pick which baby they want based on the parent and their will to survive essentially
0: yes so when so um apparently Beth's Beth's mother was a sh- strong-willed person survivor and she's telling this to Beth and she says but one thing though your mother wasn't a killer. Right. And Beth is like well evolution's a bitch. <laughs> and I was like yes and that's my that's my epic line. My second one is <laughs> well evolution's a bitch. <laughs> my mom might not have been a killer but I am. So
1: the will to survive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, my epic line is from that same scene. Okay. But it's when Ms. Shepard is describing why they, they're doing what they're doing. Okay. And she says, <clears throat> Why gamble on a baby conceived from an unknown whore when you can select an infant spawned from doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. or elite athletes? Adopting a child isn't like buying an appliance. You can't just return the goods if they're faulty.
0: Yep. Why gamble on a baby
2: conceived from some (laughs) unknown whore? You can select an infant spawned from doctors, lawyers, elite athletes.
1: Adopting a child isn't like buying an appliance. You can't return
2: the goods if they're faulty.
1: And that's why I'm not a parent. Because what if my goods are faulty? Oh my God <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. What if my goods are faulty? You can't just return it.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, And that was another thing because they they briefly touched on that whenever they were asking each other, what do you do for a living? How'd you get here? Yes. Um, they were trying to figure out how they got there. One of them um, obviously was a doctor and she was trying to help the other women. Um, but nobody else really said what they did for a living. So it comes out at the end that they were an athlete, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, such things, because that's who they want to pick from. Right. So, yeah.
1: Um, and the black sheep, Beth, was actually a replacement woman. Yep. 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 Because one of their original picked women
0: didn't, didn't make sur- it through the C-section. Right. Yeah.
1: Didn't survive. So they had to scramble to find a replacement and quick.
0: Mm hmm. And I, and I put that in my random thoughts section of my notes mm-hmm. because I almost feel like the adoptive couple wanted Beth because they visit her, visited her at the hotel. Yes, almost as if they were checking her out and giving Miss Shepard the okay. Right. So I, now now could they have given the okay to all the other moms too? I don't know, I didn't show it. Right. But I definitely feel like they had a hand in picking Beth because they visited her at the hotel.
1: I think they probably did give the okay to the others because they're paying top dollar for a top product. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're paying a lot of extra money for this privilege.
0: So you feel like they visited the other mothers, even though it didn't show it.
1: Yes, they may not yeah. have visited them, but they've seen pictures least, and they yeah, have a full background check.
0: Yeah. And because she was right. a last minute replacement, they didn't have pictures and the whole right. thing. Right. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Right.
1: Whereas a normal adoption, you don't get all those privileges.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
1: You just you get your you get your child and you're happy with it. Yeah.
0: But... Um, I also have more random thoughts. Yeah, go for it. Okay, what happens is they're driving, um, basically in the desert, going to visit her parents for Christmas. Mm-hmm. They stop at a hotel, a ran down hotel. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, she's missing. Well, obviously, the fiance calls the police and tries to report her missing. And this hotel owner is shady from the beginning.
1: Yeah, he looks like bad news.
0: Yeah, so I was just like, even the first time I saw it, I was like, he's in on it somehow. Yes. And then then the police officer shows up, and you're like, eh, he might be in on it, possibly, I don't know, maybe, probably. And yeah, they're both in on it. So they are both in on it. They both have a much bigger role than you suspect in the beginning, because towards the end it actually shows them helping transport Beth. Right. So they actually had a much bigger role in it than I initially thought. Because, obviously, the hotel owner, okay, he's in on it. It's his hotel. It, they're, they're using his hotel his hotel to collect women. Um, the fiancé comes to the hotel manager, you know, beats the information out of him. Um, and then you find out the cops in on it, too, which is not that shocking. So... Those are my thoughts on that. I kind of saw it coming, but I didn't realize how big of a role they actually played. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this movie is kind of reminiscent of Hostel, where rich people are basically paying for what they want. Yes. Hostel so kind of-
1: or The Purge mm-hmm. later on when the riches were mm-hmm. picking or hunting them down.
0: Yeah. 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 Rich people paying for what they want and help uh, paying other people to help them. Um, rich people paying money to do things. Yeah.
1: The hotel also kind of reminded me a little bit of like
0: vacancy. I was gonna say that I love vacancy. If we're not if that's not on the list, it needs to be on the list because I love that movie. It's on the list, we (laughs) okay.
1: (laughs) No, that's a good one. I saw that one in theater. That was a good one. Oh
0: wow. Yeah, that's that's my one of my go tos. If I'm bored oh yeah that's one of my go-tos I love that awesome I guess because I just which it scares the crap out of me now Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it now but I love road trips and I love out of the way towns and small hotels and crap like that I just I've always I love the nostalgia of it now I wouldn't do it but (laughs) (laughs) you've
1: seen too many movies
0: yeah I've seen too many movies I gotta stay at a nice hotel The
1: closest thing I've done to that is driving up to Lake Geneva and Mm -hmm. staying at this out-of-the-way bed-and-breakfast, but it was meant to be an out-of-the-way couples retreat. Mm -hmm. That's the Mm -hmm. point. But -hmm. you got to drive down this really narrow, really windy road to get to it. You drive for a while, and there's just trees around. And Mm -hmm. at one point, we did take a wrong turn, and we ended up on a dirt road. And it was night time. And I said, this is how everybody gets killed. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to jump out from those trees and murder us right here.
0: Yep. And then Henry's like, there's no help coming. And then it's all
1: bad. And I'm like, happy honeymoon. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Because that's where we took our honeymoon. By the way, guys, the bed and breakfast is called the Lazy Cloud Bed and Breakfast in Fontana, Wisconsin, right outside Lake Geneva. And it is divine it is seriously my favorite i adore lake geneva i adore this bed and breakfast um it's beautiful every room has a hot tub every room has a fireplace the breakfast is good they are so nice there. they really take care of their guests they don't kill you they don't kill you as far as i know (laughs) but it's like i said it's very woodsy we've stayed there i think three times since we've been married Mm-hmm. And it's just wonderful. And every, every time they don't have TVs in the room because you're meant to enjoy each other. Um, so but they do have Wi-Fi. So every time we'll bring our computer and stuff, and
0: <laughs> every time
1: we we watch the entire box set of Friday
0: the thirteenth. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. that's so bad. It's funny, it's great. That's so bad. It's tradition. oh my gosh you're trying to scare yourself now
1: (laughs) no that's great and we normally go in march where it's where it's rainy and sometimes snowy still we haven't seen snow yet but we've heard it can happen there in march and Mm -hmm. it's off season so it's real quiet there's not a lot of tourists and it's just it's great guys if you're in the area and you need a a little getaway with your sweetie check it out because it's just wonderful Mm -hmm. okay um did our epic line mm-hmm.
0: um, story I like the story I liked it yes like I said it wasn't I mean yes it was original um, but then again it wasn't very original because I've heard lots of stories about this stuff happening um, I'm glad somebody made a movie about it I think it was good and I think that by making movies about it and by talking about it we're bringing more light to the subject. Yes. Because I know that whenever I had my first two children um, the internet and cell phones were kind of still in their infancy. Um, they weren't very popular yet and a lot of people were getting duped into meeting and a lot of pregnant women were getting their babies taken. You know and stolen out of their womb so it can be scary wow i mean you never know you never know i mean I like i said i watch a lot of cold case i watch <laughs> a lot of forensic files i watch a lot of you know investigation discovery channel id channel and you can see stories all the time about women meeting other women under the pretenses of getting baby clothes or getting a crib or getting a car seat you know other women pretending to be pregnant when they're really not and then they will take these pregnant women and murder them and take the baby so wow it can be scary it can yeah it it happens
1: so you rate this movie as pretty scary then
0: on a reality basis um of something that could actually happen I think it could be kind of if you're pregnant, you know, I think it could hit you close to home, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it could be scary, mhm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, yeah, again, why why, why I don't want it <laughs> <laughs> just another thing to be frightened of, I got enough, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I did not find this movie too scary, like I said, um, I found it kind of boring, but. It was it was well made for what it was for me. Mm-hmm. And the acting was good. I I
0: enjoyed the acting. It wasn't bad. Oh,
1: the acting was very good. And I, yeah, it's mm-hmm. nothing against the acting. I just think that the pacing was not mm-hmm. what I wanted. Yeah. But it was well made. It was well acted. And And I- so that's good. If it wasn't if it, if it didn't have those things, I would have been like, "Oh, forget about it." Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I will say, there is basically full frontal nudity. Yes. But, I'm going on record, people. So you better make a note of it, because this is probably the only time I will ever go on record. The nudity in this movie was directly related to the storyline. Oh, yes. She wakes up in a bathtub full of ice because of the C-section. So it was directly related to the plot. And I don't say that often. I'm always like, why do they have to be naked? Why, what does that have to do with the plot of the movie, everybody? Really? This time, it actually did.
1: Yes, it really did. And it as really quickly did. as they could, they got dressed. It's not like they were running around naked.
0: Yeah, don't get me started, okay? Don't even get me started, Summer. <laughs> don't even get me... I missed, I missed the chance to go on a rant about that whenever you recorded... With the Outsiders of Horror. Well, we can record our
1: own episode on that
0: next year. Yes, because I have a whole rant about her running around (laughs) butt-ass naked. Don't get me started. Has nothing to do with the plot. Why do we have to see her vagina shine? Has (laughs) nothing to do with it. (laughs) Nothing. But I was so mad. But damn, she looked hot, her words. (laughs) Okay, she looked hot, but I don't have to see it on my screen for 30 minutes or 40 minutes of her running around. butt naked i don't have to know. i don't want to know just no <laughs> okay just it no it. it has nothing to do with the plot i'm sorry <laughs> okay.
1: so we did already cover um this but i love the twist the twist was great um or... there's a
0: couple of twists if you ask me
1: yeah so beth when beth we find out that beth was a stolen baby from the same facility as one twist um yep let's talk about the final scene
0: okay let's talk about the
1: scene in the um graveyard
0: yes i love it now whenever you're talking about how the brightness and darkness of the movie yeah doesn't it feel very reminiscent of the first nightmare on elm street whenever um they're at the end of the movie and nancy is going to school and she's the mom is like i'm not and and she's like You know, it wouldn't be so bright if it's not going to burn out soon. Because it's very bright and upbeat and happy Mm -hmm. for the first time throughout the whole movie. The sun's out. Everybody's happy. She steps outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I feel about this graveyard scene. Yeah. The sun's out. She's walking around. She has her baby. Yes. So It's very happy. So if
1: you guys haven't seen this movie, what the scene we're talking about is it shows Beth walking down the road. With her baby in a really pretty dress. It's very sunny outside. It looks like ideal conditions for mm-hmm. taking a stroll.
0: At an, old, at an old country cemetery. So it's the like country somewhere. Yes,
1: at an old country cemetery. She crosses paths with another cemetery visitor. And they show her going to visit her biological mother's grave.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yes. And laying flowers on the grave, and then she realizes that the person that she saw was also going to see that exact same grave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she asks the caretaker, "Who was that?" And he's like, "I don't know. He keeps to himself a lot, but you know, he's been through a lot. That, that's his wife's grave right there. She just just um, what he said she was killed, and yeah, he said
0: them. he said that um, he lives in town." Mm-hmm. and that he keeps to himself but after what he's been through everybody understands and she's like what happened to him and the caretaker is like oh his wife disappeared and she was pregnant and they never found her or never found out what happened or something right. um so then, they never so, they never found the baby but yeah was,
1: yeah they found her they didn't find the baby
0: yeah so then she's like oh crap that's right. my dad right so and the caretaker's like you know, do you want to ride into town? And she's like, no, I'll walk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was, I, I really liked how they ended it.
1: Yeah, that gave me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. That really did. Well, there you go. Yeah, so that was a good, like, this movie got, this movie grabbed me in the last half an hour. Mm-hmm. Up until then, I'm
0: like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> For me, okay, like so I, bored. Like I said, I, I, I get that. Because whenever I watched it again, so we could, so I could take notes, I yeah. was kind of like, eh. All right. But at the time in 2010, because I saw it when it first, oh, I saw okay. It, yeah, I saw it when it was pretty new. Okay. And in that time in my life was when I was having babies. Yeah. So that's why it, it stuck with me because I was having babies at that time and I was going through it. And, you know, now, like I said, whenever I re it and was re-watch, re-watching it to take notes, I was like, eh. There's not, much, there's not much action.
1: There is not, but you know what? Okay. I think part of my boredom on the movie is the subject matter. It just doesn't grab me.
0: Yeah, because you're not a mom and you're not... And yeah. yeah, and I
1: really don't care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you really don't care? I oh really don't
1: care. Oh yes, God. I'm a monster. I know. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> but um, I've seen other movies that I'm sure are just as slow paced, especially older movies. Yeah. yeah. And I love them because okay. I like the subject matter better. Yes. So yeah. I think I think it's just the the stories just doesn't grab me. It does. nothing to do with the actual pacing now that I'm thinking about it. I think it's just me. Okay. So guys, well, ladies, if you're a parent, you'll probably really enjoy this one.
2: Yeah. You'll get,
1: you'll get more out of it than I did,
0: I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just saying it's just not good for me.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's how I feel about it. Um, I don't... I Even though it was the movie I recommended, I don't take that personal because one... Okay. Because because one, that's one of the things that makes us good together is different perspectives and different totally different lives. Exactly. And another thing, not every movie that we cover is going to be a big blockbuster, well-known movie. We're going to cover the bad ones and the ones that aren't, you know, very well-known or aren't very good. We're going to try to cover them and, you know, we're trying to dig deep, you guys.
1: Yes, and I love covering the movies that people might not know, like this one. Like, mm-hmm. if you're, we're talking about Australian horror most people are going to think of Wolf Creek. Oh, I love that one. Me too. Or The Loved Ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hated that I've one. never seen that one. I hated it. Okay. I don't ever want to cover it. I hated it that much. <laughs> okay. Uh, but people love that movie. They really do. Okay. It, it, it just, it disturbed me in a really bizarre way where I don't ever want to
0: watch it again. Okay. You're going to have to send me the details because you know I have to watch it now. It's on Tubi. And you have to what's it called again? Um, the loved ones. The loved ones. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna. Have to- I know what I'm doing tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see what this is about. Yes, I was just like. Ugh, I'm telling you, if you make me cover this movie, I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> I'm not, we will, we might see, I will see how, I will see how I, how I feel. Okay. And I'm, and I might be texting you later. Like, okay, girl, we have to cover it. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. So that's another um, well-known Australian horror movie. Okay. And okay. actually I didn't um, know about this movie until. It was mentioned on another podcast called The Faculty of Horror. They talked about the movie. Okay. okay. And they loved it. And I was just like, mm. I watched it. And like, mm. okay, difference of opinions. Okay. That's fine.
0: <laughs> well, like I said, now I got to watch it. Yes. Um- <laughs> I, um, and for everybody that doesn't know, um, I've been really sick. Yes. Oh, so I don't think girl. I sound, yeah, I don't think I sound funny right now. No, but you if I sound do- fine. Okay. I've been very sick, so I'm still very, very tired and exhausted. And like I, I've been sleeping a lot, Good. like more. Yeah. Well, it was so weird because without going into a lot of detail, I'm a mom. I'm always taking care of everybody else, and I don't. I can't sleep. Whenever I'm sick, I don't get to rest and sleep. I don't know. I don't get sick days, and you're telling me to rest and everybody's telling me to go to sleep. I'm like, I can't. And then I finally got like two days of nothing but sleep and rest. Good. And I was like, Holy shit, this works. I feel better now. (laughs) (laughs) This works. Well, what I
1: told you was, well, first, first I asked you, it was like day one or day two of you being sick. Mm -hmm. And I asked you, I, it was in the morning. I said, so the kids are off to school. You said, yeah. I said, and I said, do you have to pick them up? And you said, no. They take the bus, and I said, well, then take some NyQuil and go to bed. It's 9 a.m., guys. Go to (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling her (laughs) to to take some more NyQuil and go back to bed since they're not going to be home for, like, six hours.
0: Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't do that. The the responsible parent in me will not allow it. (laughs) So I suffered for about five days, and then I finally got a two-day break, and I just slept. Good. And I woke up Sunday, it was a Sunday morning, and I was like, that actually works. Oh, my God. You're like, this sleep stuff works. Yeah, this actual getting rest when you're sick works. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I've never experienced this before. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, and then now, and I'm still very tired because I went to Days of the Dead Atlanta. That's why you got sick. That's, yeah, I got sick immediately following that, like the Monday, like that Monday. Um. So, I didn't get any sleep there. And then I got sick and couldn't sleep because I was sick. So, I'm still really exhausted. Like, I cannot wait to go to bed and watch this movie and then harass you about it. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, I that's can't wait to hear do. what you think about it. That's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to watch <laughs> this movie and harass you. <laughs> and okay. Stuff my face.
1: So, uh, I think we've covered all of our plot points except for mm-hmm. the overall movie rating. My overall movie rating was only
0: six dolls. Wow, I am surprised that is that is low. Yeah, I well, like I said, um, six dolls. I it's more than half, and I thought it was fair because I mean, like you said, there's not very much action. Um, it's kind of slow. Um, and, and it really caters to the person watching it and what you're going through at that time in your life when you see it. Like I said, I saw this back in 2010 or so when it first came out. And at that time in my life, I was having babies. And so it really hit home. But now I watch it. It's like, um, yeah, I like it still. But, you know, so that's why I gave it six because I got to start being stingier and i got to you know take other people's view into consideration
1: no not not really i mean if you love the movie if you genuinely love, love a movie then you love a movie yeah but, i don't love it um and just cuz someone else might hate it that doesn't mean you have to in fact that's something that that's we true. talked about when i told you that i texted you i said i really don't really like this movie that much <laughs> and you yeah. and you said you Oh, do you think it's good enough for us to do? And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I mean, if you like it, cuz yeah. we don't always have to agree." Yeah. Of course, of course it's good enough for us to do. It can be terrible, well, and like and we I, can do it.
0: Yeah, and like I said, you asked me if I thought of any movies that were specifically yeah. women in horror. And I'm like, "I don't. You know a lot more movies than I do." <laughs> and you. the only one I the only one i could think about that was women was this one i can't really think of any other that are women and horror related and yeah so good, good. that's my thought of. um uh,
1: i'm i'm sorry i'm giving it like three and a half dolls
0: i'm surprised you even gave it that many <laughs>
1: well there are much worse movies for me okay like much worse um I almost want to give it more because the acting was good mm-hmm. and I liked the twist, mm-hmm. but I really didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm probably not going to be watching this again.
0: I don't think I'll probably ever watch it again either. <laughs> I got, I got my fill.
1: Yeah. Um, like I said, I've watched it three times and that mm-hmm. was good for me.
0: Oh, wow! I'm surprised you even watched it that well, many I wanted
1: times. to make sure I was right in how I felt.
0: Yeah, I completely understand that because what movie was it that I watched? I can't remember what movie it was, but I just had this conversation the other day with somebody. I think it was the Christmas and one, Silent Night Deadly Night. What, why I... me? You watched it a few
1: times and you still you really didn't like it.
0: Yeah, well no, it was I was having this conversation with like somebody the other day because I don't remember what movie it was that I saw and I was like, "Oh, I didn't like it." And like, "What? You didn't like it?" And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Okay, here's the deal. I'm a firm believer that the attitude you have and the mood you're in whenever you go to see a new movie completely has a determining factor on whether or not you like it. Yes, and how you feel about it. Yes. And I and I like I said, I don't remember what movie it was. I don't remember who I was talking to. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm. I just really was not in the mood. I don't think I wasn't in the right frame of mind when I watched it and that's probably why i didn't like it so i'm going to have to revisit it so i completely understand you watching it 3 times just to make sure you had the right feelings because if i you know go into a movie having a bad day or not feeling good or whatever i'm not going to like it
1: right you know what i mean right. i have
0: to be in the i have to be in the mood to want to watch it and be have an open mind with it so, Yeah, I totally get that you watched it that many times and you're like, Yeah, I'm for sure now. Like, yes,
1: I'm sure. <laughs> I don't want to be
0: unfair to it, I want to make sure. Yeah, 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 exactly. And That's I'm sure, that this yeah, is I think three that. and a half for me, <laughs> which is the same amount of times you watched it. So, I didn't even give it a half though.
1: Three full, and <laughs> that was it. Um, okay. <laughs> Yes, uh, let's see, I do, I was able to dig up some fun facts, just a, okay. just a couple, because there's not a lot on this movie. Um, I already said this movie was based on actual events, mm-hmm. um, and the actor who played her fiance, Beth's fiance, are you familiar with him? Nobody's cute. Yes, he was. Um. I know who he is because Henry watched a television show that he was in called Spartacus. Okay, around have heard the, of that. It's this, Around the same time that this was out. Okay. I didn't really like the show. The show just wasn't... So talk about nudity. Everyone was naked. <laughs> All the time. Exactly. But in Spartacus? <laughs> yes. And oh it was... Uh, I'm like, really? I was like, no. Just no. Um, men and women, by the way, full frontal men. Oh my God. And so I didn't like the show just for that. Um, yeah, I believe Spartacus was made by the same people who made the movie 300. So it had a similar feel and look Mm -hmm. to it. Okay. But I just, I, I couldn't get over the nudity factor. It was just gratuitous nudity for me. And I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even like sex scenes. It was just so much nudity that. I was did, no,
0: didn't want to. See Girl, it. I feel you. You don't have yeah. to explain to me. I know. Didn't want to see it at all. If I see, if I see a booby for more than five seconds, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> why? Why? Yes. Why? I mean, boobs <laughs> are fine in moderation. <laughs> yeah. Every everything. Okay, I had this conversation because I was gearing up for the episode that I missed with the Outsiders of Horror yeah. and you, and I was gearing up for it. So I had this conversation with a man. Okay, and. He was completely unbiased. It was a friend. And a friend on Facebook. Completely unbiased to me. And I was like, how do you feel about nudity in movies? And he's like, I'm fine with it. And I was like, but do you understand a woman's point of view whenever we're constantly seeing boobies and vaginas? I was like, do you understand it gets annoying? And he's like, I guess. And I was like, okay, let me ask you this. (laughs) Let me ask you this. How would you feel if every time you watched a horror movie... You saw full frontal dudes. Every time you watch a horror movie, there's a full, full frontal nudity dude. Thick. Would, would you want to, Yeah. Would you want to see that? Oh man, no, no, uh-huh. no, no. I would. No, I don't know exactly. Uh-huh. I don't want to see it either. And honestly, I, I don't
1: even want to see it in the men. Like,
0: I don't want to see men's either. Right. I'm like, I got I don't even. I got see- mine, and that's all I
1: want
0: to look at. That's it. I don't even know. If, no, I don't even know if I want to look at mine. <laughs> Like Jesus, I mean, <laughs> come on now. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I don't like it and I don't want to experience it. I just don't want to stare
2: at it. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: Jesus, nobody wants to see that. Okay. <laughs> it's tangent, tangent over. But I just I feel very strongly about uh, excessive nudity. Yes, exactly.
1: So you would hate Spartacus Except- then. Okay. <laughs> just like I did. And that was the only reason I hated it. I just couldn't get past that factor.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. So he was in that? He was, so he was in that. He was okay. in that.
1: And he died from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. And that's why the show ended. Because he died. So he
0: died in real life? Yes. Oh, no So this true?
1: movie was actually his... His um, final acting role before his death. On oh, that's
0: so sad. S- yes, he
1: passed on September 11th,
0: 2011. I'm uh. sad. Yeah,
1: so he had two years worth of Spartacus. His episodes ran until 2012 because they just record a bunch and save them. Um, or film a bunch and save them. But yeah, so... Like I said, it's been 10 years since I've seen Spartacus, but when I realized that that was him, I'm like, oh, yeah. He's no longer with us.
0: So he was a main character in that? Yeah. And they quit; they had to stop filming because he died. He was Spartacus. Oh, wow. Yes. That is really... God dang it. Now I gotta check it out, though, because he's dead.
1: <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Girl, if that was a reason for me to check things out, no,
2: yeah, <laughs> that, well, then you listen, need to have more I,
1: reason
0: than well. That. You're sitting here like, you're sitting here like, did you like him? Did you like his character? Well, he's dead, <laughs> he's dead. Well, <laughs> well, now I have to go watch Spartacus.
2: He's dead now, you're not gonna
0: get him anymore. <laughs> I know that's what you're doing. Well, guess what? Heather? He was in Spartacus, but there's nudity, so which is more important? You're so mean. I am mean. Sorry, I hate you. Sorry. Oh, you liked him? Did you like him, Heather? Well, guess what? Here's (laughs) what he's in, and there's nudity, and he's dead. So take what you can get.
1: And that's why, fun fact number two, that's Mm -hmm. why that his character was killed off halfway through because he was too sick. They knew it was coming. Yes, he was too sick to go to continue. Okay, that's sad. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's pretty tragic. Um. And my final fact is this was filmed in um, New South Wales, Australia. So that part of Australia. It's it's inland. It's kind of by Victoria, I want to say, maybe a couple hundred miles away. So it's real, real desert, real, real
0: out there, real middle of nowhere. I mean, I have to say when you say Australian horror and you say it was filmed in Australia, I think deep accents and I didn't get that vibe. I mean, I didn't get, I I mean, to me, it just seems like another movie. And so don't, so I don't want people listening to think, okay, they have Australian accents. Well, they do though. It's just, it's it's realistic. So yeah, it's not crocodile. Dundee. it's not the crocodile hunter. It's not like deep, deep Australian accent there. It's yeah. So.
1: No, I have a very good friend from Sydney, um, and now she lives in Canberra, and we've been friends for, I don't even know how long, 20-something years, oh, wow. and we were pen pals, real pen pals like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. about, I think, three years ago or so, I came to this realization that we got technology, we've never spoken to each other, ever, and I said, you got, like, Skype or FaceTime? She goes, yeah. And I said, let's do that. Yeah. And we Skyped. We And the first thing she said to me was, you sound like such an American.
0: Isn't that crazy? <laughs>
1: it was wonderful. And I said, well, you sound like such an Australian. But she sounded like, like them in the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And we were talking about accents and stuff. And she says, yeah, most people expect all Australians to sound like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> That's exactly what she had said. By the way, her name is mm-hmm. Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, so I am a fan of the Australian people. I love them a lot. I like their accents. Mm-hmm. Um, um, especially if it's not too heavy, like, like mm-hmm. Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> yeah out outback
0: well that's what i'm saying i don't i mean i don't mind people's accents they can't help it i mean i'm not saying that i'm just saying if i have to sit through an entire movie like that i'd probably get really annoyed yes
1: well it's a pleasing um i think the australian accent's a a pleasing accent for me to hear in fact i even changed my siri to speak to me in an australian accent oh my gosh it was great (laughs)
0: So. You're silly. No,
1: I loved it. It makes me happy. It makes me want to use it. Makes, it <laughs> makes me want because it makes me think of Ashley, first of all, but it also makes yeah. me want to use Siri more. <laughs> oh God. Just to hear her speak to me. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else to add on 2010's The Clinic? Mm, I don't think so. Um, I don't think that I do either. Um Let's do some shout-outs before I want to ask you. I want to ask you about your convention experience in Atlanta. Okay. But let's do some shout-outs first. Okay. Um, first, I want to shout out our producer. Okay. Jesse, the birthday boy. He had mm-hmm. a birthday two days ago at time of mm-hmm. recording. And I took him out to lunch and we celebrated his birthday. And it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. <laughs> so happy birthday jesse yep happy birthday thank you, thank
2: you. yes I, I do indeed age as, as and we, we took a beautiful selfie
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. it was, it was very cute yes we took a very cute selfie and i said this is going up everywhere <laughs> just so you know
2: <laughs> I, it's not like i was oh, complaining yeah, about I was it like, you know, it's
1: going up everywhere and it mm-hmm. was it was just a nice time no it, it was, was relaxing nice. it was nice
2: it was a very nice time Yes. It
1: was. So Jesse had a a low key birthday this weekend, but he's having a party next weekend.
2: Yeah, for all of you who are listening, I apologize that I couldn't get all of your details. To <laughs> you <all. laughs> come across the country, come across the world, have
1: a birthday with me. <laughs>
2: right? No, it's very, it's very low key. Yeah, just for the record, <laughs> it's just going to be a hangout. Yeah,
0: those so. are the best though. Well, I wasn't even invited, so. <laughs>
2: It's not that you weren't invited. It was that <laughs> I didn't know that you would make the drive all the way across yeah. the state and over to Chicago. If I thought you would, for a second, I absolutely would invite you.
0: <laughs> so. Well, next year,
2: just no, bring it you up. Said
0: it was, you said you're going to have a low-key get-together this year. <laughs> next weekend.
2: I agree. But you still, you'd still still be worthy of the low-key That's gathering, is what I'm saying. What I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Tori, how do you feel about um, nudity in movies? Stop it! Stop it!
0: (laughs) it. You want to bring that up at the party? (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: sorry. That was just that was a that was a very poetic rant, and so that's that's the only reason why I didn't want to chime in. But it was I was laughing very very much.
0: I'm (laughs) sure.
1: I'm (laughs) sure you you were. I thought you might have been. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I have another shout out, um, a small business shout out, if you will. Another one of my coworkers at the office makes these amazing candles. I know you're a fan of the candle, Tori. You don't even understand how many candles I have right now? These are quality candles. I mean, they're not fancy. They're not horror movie related. Um, but they are amazing, guys. If you like candles, he ships his the the company's name is Callie's Candles. That's spelled K-A-L-I-S, and then candles. And that's his handle on all of the social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.
0: What about? Does he have an Etsy?
1: He does have an Etsy. Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Same
1: thing. Um, Etsy.com/shop/slash. Callie's Candles, again, K-A-L-I-S. And his email is Candles at gmail.com if you have questions. Now, these candles have a very long burn time. They look nice. Um, and the scent is strong enough to scent your room while you're burning them. Yeah. And he has a variety of scents. I personally have the vanilla one because I love vanilla and it's probably one of the best vanilla candles I've had. And <laughs> they're also very affordable. They um he has the smallest one, which is the ones I have. Um they're three ounces. He sells them for six dollars and they have twenty-five hours of burn time. Oh wow. Yes. The if you wanna go a size up, the six ounce. Is $10, and that's 45 hours of burn time. Yeah, those are really affordable. Yes. And, again, it's a quality product. And they're highly scented but not too overpowering, but it's enough so that you don't smell the wick burning.
0: Mm -hmm. I hate that about
1: candles. When you're burning a candle, you kind of smell sweet, but you can also smell the soot almost.
0: Yes. I recently bought a candle, an expensive candle, and I, cause I loved the way it smelled, but as soon as I blew it out, it was mm. so, mm. the wick was so smoky. Yes. And I was like, I'll never buy this candle ever again from this company. Yes. These- because as soon as I blew it out, all I could smell was the wick and the smoke.
1: Yes. Callie's Candles has a clean um, scent and he even advertises minimal soot good and they're made with a natural blend of waxes including soy and gel good anyway if you guys like candles check them out because i'm a fan i got two candles two different scents the one of the scents i have i'm not even going to mention because it's discontinued um he had it up on his shelf at work and i picked it up and i smelled it i said oh this is nice and he says that one's on clearance <laughs> and I said how much? Mm-hmm. She's like $3 and I said sold. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I got him his money right then and there. And I just love him so much. So guys, if you love candles and if you want to support small business, mm-hmm. check out Callie's Candles. It is mm-hmm. so worth it. He doesn't he's not paying me to say this. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask me to say anything like this. I just really believe in this product and so that's why I am mentioning it. And I know producer Jesse is probably rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I totally endorse your product. But like I
1: said, I will never endorse or shout out a product that I haven't used and that I don't believe in. Yeah, That's one thing that always got me in trouble working at Starbucks because I refuse to sell their crappy shit. Oh my god!
2: (laughs) But I will say, summer. I mean, if you're going to bring up the candles, and I do, I do agree. I echo everything that she says. They are great candles. Um, he yes. works right next to us, so it's very easy to access them. Before Jesse the came along, he was my um, mate. <laughs> and I took over. over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not by design, but um, I will say, I'll just say one thing. Uh, if you guys like um, big, fragrant candles and catchy names. He does have a candle called yes, Uniform Farts.
1: Oh my God. And it's really pretty. It's white and has sparkles in it. Okay. It's a really pretty candle. The, well, now I'm going to have to buy <laughs> That scent was a little bit strong for me. But if you tell me what kind of scent you like, I can sort of maybe pick one that you might like. He has a really nice one called Black Cherry Merlot. I really like that one hmm. too. Um, again, my, my favorite is vanilla because I really love vanilla scents. But he's got, like, Mm -hmm. pineapple sage, peach nectar. Um, He has hazelnut coffee, if you really want that smell around. Because some people just love that smell. Yeah. He has one called Ocean Rose, which is quite nice.
0: That one smells nice. Yes.
1: And he has one called Lemon Drop. It's very lemony. Ooh, I like lemon, too. Yes. If he still has that one up, I'm going to buy it for you. Okay. But, um. Yes, it's, it's so nice. Um, anyway, but the vanilla is my personal favorite. If you like vanilla, you'll love it. Anyway, guys, Callie's Candles, check them out. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> is that, are you done
0: with your shout-outs or just done with the candles? I'm
1: done with the candle shout-out. And now let, okay. let's move on to podcast shout-outs. I'll let okay. you go on.
0: Oh, I have a small business shout-out as well. Oh, let's do it. Um, his name is Brandon Jackson um that's what he is on facebook his instagram is buggy days (laughs) b-u-g-g-y-d-a-y-s i'm not sure what his etsy is called because i've only been on there like twice um but he is working on some things for me i've seen his work he has he can meet all of your horror needs awesome he his Etsy shop is amazing. Like I said, he's he finished working on something for me and he's going to be shipping it out this week. I have not seen the finished product, but I'm sure I will be posting it whenever I get it. Um so he's working on that for me. I already am talking to him about working on something else for me because I trust him so much. Um he he's amazing. His shop, everything in his on his Etsy is amazing. It's all horror themed, horror related. Um I came to him with a completely brand new idea. And I was like, can you do this? And he's like, yes, I can do that. So if you look at his shop and you're inspired and you have an idea of your own, I would just ask him. Because he's so talented, chances are he could do it. Um, He does does an amazing IT cosplay. Was he the guy that
1: you were posing with?
0: He was IT. Awesome. Isn't he amazing? Yes. Yes, he was so amazing. Yes, that's Brandon. Yes, I was posing with him all weekend. for, And he was Jeepers Creepers.
1: That was him too? That was him too. Wow. Dude, he's
0: awesome. Isn't he amazing? So amazing. Yeah, he's like my new BFF.
1: No, he was so So, great.
0: Yeah, he really is. Um, Those are just two of his cosplays. He has a a lot. Um, So his name is Brandon Jackson. Buggy days on Insta. Um, I will get Summer the Etsy info so she can include it in the notes for this in case you guys are interested in his Etsy. Um, he makes a lot of stuff in his shop uh, by hand. It's amazing. Um, like I said, he's he made something for me. Um, I'm having him make something else. It's going to be amazing. So that's my small business shout out. Um, who else? Talk- I, uh, other than that, I would just want to say... You know, Jason Shepard again. You guys know all about him. Uh, the outsiders of horror. Always, you know, Brian, Brian, Andrew. Christy. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. I had such and a great in-
1: time on their show last week. We had some technical difficulties in the beginning for myself. Like I was trying, I kept connecting to them and I couldn't hear them or they couldn't hear me. But we finally got it together, and I had such a great time. I'm so thankful that they were able to have me on.
0: I know, and I'm so bummed I missed it because I was in Atlanta, but I had such a great time. Yeah,
1: well, like I said, I said, yeah, she's off having fun without us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was. But um, completely understandable. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes.
1: Um, And, of course, guys, Wes and Kevin from the It's a Horror Podcast podcast.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're back. Wes from- was,
1: I think Wes, um, made an appearance at Days of the Dead, but I missed yeah, it. Yeah, they both did. Wes and Kevin both were. Um,
0: mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: but they were so. There's, they're back from hiatus. Their podcast is, and I'm having such a great time. It's the highlight of my Monday mornings. Check them out, please do. That's
0: awesome.
1: <clears throat> um, I think that's all I have to shout out right now. Okay. but. I want to talk about next the next episode we're going to be doing. Which one? The Collector and the Collection with a very mm-hmm. special guest, mm-hmm. John Morgan.
0: Mm-hmm. Our number one fan as of right now.
1: And we are so excited to have him on.
0: Yes, it's going to be fun. Yes,
1: we decided that we did want to have start having guests on, of course. Just Mm -hmm. to get a third perspective and to get some Mm -hmm. chit chat going. And I told Tori that I really, really wanted him to be our first guest because he is our first Patreon supporter and subscriber. Mm -hmm. And so I think he has earned that privilege of being our very first guest.
0: Yes, of course.
1: And he is very excited. Awesome. He told me that he's really honored that we asked him to be on and he's ready and he's so thrilled and i briefed him i told him i said be ready for these questions i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you two questions in the beginning what's your favorite horror movie and why Mm -hmm. and what's your horror journey
2: Mm
0: -hmm. i want to know
1: how you started your love for horror Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow, that's going to be tough. I said, that's why I'm giving you a warning. I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think any guests that we have on, I would like to know that first off before yeah. we even get into the movies. Cause I would love to hear how they started since we talked mm-hmm. about that in our very first episode. For sure. Yeah. So John Morgan will be on next episode with the collection, the collection and the collector, two movies, one's a sequel.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, Yeah, very excited to record that. So, do you have anything else you want to add? With about the movie or shout-outs? I don't think so. Okay, so real quickly, Mm -hmm. I want to hear about your experience at Days of the Dead
0: Atlanta. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was my first time going to Atlanta for the Days of the Dead. I've been to Days of the Dead before, but like I said, it was my first time going to Atlanta um the drive almost killed me i was complaining almost the whole way especially whenever i hit traffic took you forever yeah i was complaining i was like oh my god and i'm I'm not a complainer i'm not a complainer but i was complaining there towards the end because we hit traffic and i was like oh my god um once i got to the hotel and got checked in and went downstairs it was great um days of the dead is a smaller crowd and I love smaller crowds because I can get my celebrities
1: yes and it's more intimate and mm-hmm. I, I, I love I, I love a smaller crowd I really yes. really do
0: so I got to meet Cusack finally oh my god I was totally fangirling
1: and so that was uh, a good experience for you because I have heard other people was. say it even at that convention that they would not have a good experience with him
0: well here's the thing a lot of people say that he's rude I see him as being very shy. Mm -hmm. He is very shy and very timid. And people have described him almost like being a scared animal. Oh, wow. Because he's very, he won't, he doesn't make eye contact. He doesn't really speak up. Um, He's very shy and very timid. So that was my experience. I I didn't find him to be rude at all. I found him to be um, just shy Mm -hmm. and kind of out of place like he doesn't like crowds like just out like out of place like he doesn't want to be around a bunch of people that makes sense Um, though yeah yeah that was my take on that he doesn't like being around a bunch of people um so I don't think it was rude at all I had a great experience he talked to me um I got to take a selfie with him it was a really good selfie too oh I hated it but I was but I didn't care because like it's John Cusack I didn't care how bad it looked I hated it but I posted it anyways because I love it um he signed he signed my 1408 poster and put the quote that I wanted yes Mm-hmm, so I was very happy. Um I would I would love to meet him again. I, w- I want to meet him again. And next time I want to do the professional op because I I just I love him. I I love him. Cool. I want to have his babies. Like I <laughs> I want to be
1: with him. So, um <laughs> I'm sorry. Um But well, that's really nice to hear
0: because I heard so many negative stories from other people. Yeah. Um Well, I don't really get to to that. Hear that. Yeah. I'll get to that because there's some things. Um, So I met John Cusack. I met Linda Blair. I met Rico, uh, the creature from Black Lagoon. I met Doug Jones. Doug Jones was amazing.
1: He's so great.
0: He signed my Hocus Pocus poster because he was Billy. Um, And he put, Heather, you firefly from hell. (laughs) And he told me I was very pretty. And I was like, oh, my God. And you are. Well, he was just so nice to me. And he... My poster, he used a paint marker and he was like, okay, I don't want to roll because it was right. it was still rolled. It was trying to roll. So right. I had to literally hold it open after he signed it. I had to hold it open so it wouldn't roll and smudge. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you hold that open and I'm going to come around the table and give you a hug. But you don't have to hug me back oh. because it's going to smudge if you oh. let go of that poster. I literally, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. I turned to the person behind me and was like, can you hold this while I hug him? Oh. And he was like, oh he's like, oh, you are so sweet and so beautiful. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> 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 so he was he was great. He was great. Um, and then I got to meet, I don't remember their names, but I got to meet the two bullies that were in Hocus Pocus. Yes. I love them. They were amazing. They talked to me. They gave me their card. I gave them our card because they told <gasps> me they want. Be- they told me because we were chit chatting. Yes, and I was asking them what they were up to nowadays, and they said that they sometimes do podcasts. And I was like, "Oh, there's my opportunity." Yes. So yes. I told I told them we did a podcast, and that I would love that we would love to have them on. So I gave them our card. So yeah, it was great. Um, and I have their card with some info on it because they gave he um, Ice the one that was named Ice. He gave me his card. Larry Zephy, da- yeah. Yeah, he does country music now. Oh wow, okay. So he yeah, so he gave me his card. Uh so yeah, I met I met them. I met uh I, I did my professional photo op with Tony, which I've already met him before.
1: Yes. I well, met... Tony Todd is lovely.
0: Yes, he is. I met Kevin Tinney for you. Yes, I have the best yeah.
1: friend ever, guys. <laughs> I one of my favorite movies for all of its terrible goodness. Is Witchboard, which is a Ouija board movie. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen it. No, and you have to. And Mm -hmm. I also really enjoy Night of the Demons as well. That Mm -hmm. seems to be his more popular movie. Okay. What? I said, you gotta just go get me a Witchboard picture and you can sign whatever he wants to on it. We've conversed on Facebook on and off throughout a couple of years. And I think he knows that if he remembered who I was, that I am a huge Kathleen Wilhoyt fan, who was in the movie, and so he signed his poster with one of her quotes, which is TTFN. And then my best friend, Tori, Mm -hmm.
0: got me a video. Yep, Of Of him. Yes, like my own personal cameo. (laughs) Yeah, of him basically dogging you for not being there. Yes, why aren't you here? Because I told him. Yeah, because I told him, I said, this is for my best friend. She yeah. says she says that she's your number one fan. Well, if she's my number one fan, why isn't she here? And I was like, wait a minute. Let me let me record that. Because <laughs> he, he said it, and I was like, wait a minute. I need to record this. Oh, is that how, that how that went
1: down? That was awesome. That's how
0: that went down. He's like, well, where is she at then if she's my number one fan? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to record this. So he went on a little rant for you. Oh, it was and awesome. And I recorded it. I yeah. just
1: about died from happy. I yeah. mean... It was great. Best friend ever, by the way. That's Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And
0: so, and then I put, and then I, who else did I meet? Uh, What was his name? Willing, Will, Wellington, Jason,
1: Wellington Gillette.
0: Yeah. Uh, I met him for Jared and I put Jared on the phone with him. Jared got to have a phone conversation with him. (sighs) So, yeah, Jared got to talk on the phone with him. And then, yeah, so I just kind of, and then I bought way more than I should have as usual, because I'm a pinhead. So I bought a bunch of enamel pins, and I bought uh, a t-shirt that says, Evil Keeps Me Pretty. And I had to have it. I was like, that's a need. Like, you can't see a tank top that says Evil Keeps Me Pretty and not buy it. Okay? It's true. It's true. It, it does. Evil Keeps Me Beautiful. There you go. So, uh, bought that shirt. There are so many good vendors. Um... I got a probably my favorite thing was the Tony Todd Candyman Garbage Pail Kids card because there was a guy there that makes Garbage Pail Kid cards. Okay. Um, and his work was amazing, and I was like, "This is a Tony Todd Garbage Pail Kids card. I have to have this." So I got it. Um. Oh my gosh, they had. We have to talk about my cosplay. <laughs> They had a Days of the Dead horror-themed prom. It was the Saturday night after party, the Saturday night VIP party. Um, and I was like, "It's a prom. It's horror-themed. Obviously, I have to do Carrie. Like, come on." So I did Carrie. I was so jealous that I couldn't be your William Cott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did Carrie. I took some prom photos. Um. The cleavage was out of control, so a really nice Days of the Dead volunteer offered me his jacket. Oh, yeah, and I still have it. That's a whole story. Oh, yeah. So um, I got some really great prom photos because they had a vintage prom display set up, which was amazing. Wow. Also, I do have another shout out. His name is Chris. Chris Blair. He works for Days of the Dead. He is, is he a- the
1: guy whose jacket you have? No, no,
0: <laughs> no. But, um, I did, I did get blood on his jacket though. Oh, okay. blood. I did get carry blood on his jacket and I felt really bad. Um, cause he was wearing a white jacket, but, uh, Chris Blair works for days of the dead. He was amazing all weekend long. He kept checking on me, asking me if I was okay. Uh-huh. Asking me if I made my rounds with all my celebrities, um, we took a picture together at prom, so he was really, really great. He's a great guy. He's uh, like took the, selfies together. And like he's I like said, the Days he
1: was... of the Dead, Don.
0: <laughs> huh?
1: Don for the does the Chicago conventions, the mayor. Um... He do- Yeah, he does all of the
0: Days yeah. of the Dead. Yeah, wow. does- his name is Chris Blair. He does all of the Days of the Dead. So he'll be in Las Vegas for this for the upcoming one. He'll be um, yeah, he works for actual Days of the Dead.
1: Was he in Chicago? I don't know. Huh. We'll have know. to look. We'll have to look out for him next time, then.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm sure he'll keep me updated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he kept checking on me all weekends to make sure I was good and stuff. So I, I appreciated that. So shout out to him, Chris Blair. You're awesome. Um, but yeah, so I had so much fun in Atlanta. Um, that's you know I met Brandon because Brandon has been on my Facebook for a while now. Never met him though. So, uh, I went to Atlanta solo. And I was really worried about it because I was like, I'm just going to be hanging out by myself. But I ran into Brandon and he was doing his Jeepers Creepers and I was like, oh my God, got to get a picture, obviously. <laughs> and that was like Friday night when I saw him dressed as Jeepers Creepers and I hung out with him the entire weekend. Um, he let me, cause he, there was a group of six, um, his little, he calls them con fam, his little con family. And there was a group of six of them, and I kind of crashed to their party. And I was like, "Uh, sorry for crashing. I'm just hanging out. And I'm by myself. And they were really great. That's cool. So, yeah. So, I made new friends. So, See? I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. So, it was really great. I had a lot of fun. Brandon is my new BFF. He's amazing. And so is everybody else that I hung out with that weekend. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it. I really hated that you weren't there. But. I love it. I love. I, I love that I am venturing out by myself and not afraid to. Me too. I really loved it, and I I have never met Linda Blair. I've never met John Cusack. I've never met Rico. I've never met. I had to go to get the celebrities I have never met. It was definitely something that I had to do, and I don't regret it at all. I loved it. Good. I loved it. We were oh, trying. Actually-
1: we were trying to go, but we just couldn't swing it financially at the moment.
0: Yeah. You know, they're having a Days of the Dead 2 in Atlanta in August. I don't know why. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was very strange. But they are having a Days of the Dead Part 2 in Atlanta in August. Now, I'm not going because we have flashback.
1: Yeah, and I may maybe
0: have Wizard World also. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I'm going to so my con list is out of control for 2020, but that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. I wanted to hit as many cons as possible.
1: I want my con list to be out of control for 2021. This is the Mm -hmm. year to save money and pay off bills, and then next Mm -hmm. year it's on.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I I definitely, like I said, I had a blast. The drive killed me, and I was like, I'll never come to Atlanta again. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, gosh, and then. The lack of sleep. I didn't go to sleep Friday night until 4 a.m. Yeah. And then Saturday uh, night, I didn't go to bed again until probably 4 a.m. And then I was waking up early each day because obviously whenever you're at a con, you're not sleeping. You go to bed late and wake up early. And then then the drive and everything else, it was worth it. But I was like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I'm not doing this again. Well, I just got to fly next time.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what people keep telling me. Fly next time. Fly true. Next time.
1: <laughs> I would rather not waste an entire day on the road and mm-hmm. instead spend an hour in the yeah. air. Yeah. Yeah. True. 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 So Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you had a great time. I'm so jealous I couldn't have been there. But
0: well, I'm jealous that you got to record with the outsiders and I couldn't. Oh, but you're gonna get to. Yeah, I know. I'm supposed to do it Friday. Actually. Oh. So far. Yeah. So it's going to be a busy week. Yeah. Cuz recording with you today. Yep. Then we're going to be recording with John, and then I'm supposed to record with the outsiders, so be watching for that everybody.
1: <laughs> so. So much fun.
0: I'm exhausted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just make sure you get your sleep so you don't get sick again.
0: I'm going to try cuz now now I know it works. <laughs> <laughs> okay do we have
1: anything else we want to cover for this episode i don't think so wonderful well guys we will see you next week for the collector series
0: mm-hmm.
1: my name is summer and i'm Tori. and you've been listening to the dolls of horror bye bye
2: this has been a presentation of the dolls of horror New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to The Dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at TheDollsOfHorror, or on Twitter at DollsOfHorror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash thedollsofhorror for more information. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.
0: If I see a booby for more than five seconds, I'm like, "What the fuck? <laughs> why? Why?" I know my best friend. You're not a mom, and you're not.
1: And yeah, and I really don't care. I'm a monster. I know. I really don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying that I don't like it, and I don't want to experience it. I just don't want to stare at it. <laughs> God dang it, now I gotta check it out though because he's dead.